just in the nick of time to get you away from thinking about what's happening in Washington, D.C., or worried about that cold weather that you might be experiencing this week. Hey, this is the show that will help you get through all this. This is the Y'all Show, and I'm John Rawl, your friendly radio host, and for the next two hours, we're going to sit right here and enjoy conversations about Dixie. And on today's Y'all Show, we've got a darn good program coming up. Yes, I actually, in just a handful of seconds, will weigh in on the impeachment hysteria that's going on in Washington, D.C. I'll weigh in briefly on it. If you want to hear impeachment talk and the trial talk, there are a thousand other options for you to tune in. I feel like I need to say something about it, but we've got other more important pressing issues going on, including... The new Rachel Dolezal, as you might remember that name from about six years ago when she got in the news for the wrong reason, as she posed as a black person, but she's actually was white. We got Rachel Dolezal part two to tell you about. All that coming up in a handful of seconds. Then we've got NFL players behaving badly to tell you about in our news headlines today. Two bad, bad incidents happening in the Southeast with current nfl players and then we actually have a former heisman trophy winning quarterback in the nfl who plays for a team in the south who did something really special and really cool in his home state and we'll brag on that qb out of the nfl all that here in our headlines also in our headlines on today's y'all show we'll tell you about robots taking over in oxford mississippi what's going on there at the u of m at the u of m and we'll tell you what in the world we're discussing here as my goodness what where, where is our world going when we got robots taking over well that appears to be what's happening there on the campus of the university of mississippi also we'll tell you about another mississippi story a fella who got bit right on top of the head by a copperhead snake and you're not going to believe the story there and the ugly ugly scene of this guy who had a snake a copperhead bite him way up in a tree a place copperheads don't normally hang out and we'll let you know how he's doing luckily i think he's going to be all right but a scary story coming down from philadelphia mississippi all of this is part of our headlines as we scan the south today later this hour thanks to the great steve bowers we have a tip from steve and that is wallethub.com has just put out they put out the best and worst states to drive in and i promise you there's a lot of states that are in contention for being the worst states to drive in right here in dixie i'll be honest with you I'll remind you all when we get to this portion of this first hour, when we have this showcase on the best and worst states to drive in. In one day of driving this past weekend, I almost had three head-on collisions driving in rural south. The rural south, where we have something called two-lane roads, and three times I had to slow way down to avoid hitting a car that was trying to pass another car. And if I hadn't slowed down, I would likely have had a head-on collision. And it just got me thinking, did people not pay attention to the rules of the road? And I bet you you've had similar experiences too. I'll also pick on our friends up north because when that happened to me the third time, it really struck me about... Believe it or not, 
there's something that there's the people that live in the big cities they may not know what i'm talking about and i'll explain further when we get to the end of this hour and our best and worst states to drive in we'll share which states are good and which states are bad also in today's y'all show when we get to the second hour we're going to go to y'all.com we haven't bragged on our website lately we have some incredible stories up and some incredible helpful stories up and we've got some tips coming from the pages of y'all.com that we're going to share with all y'all perfect tips for you and your family and we'll get to all that at the start of hour two then we'll have our sec spotlight and after 16 years as an nfl quarterback the new york giants quarterback eli manning announced that he's going to retire he's got an official announcement coming on friday but it looks like the former university of mississippi quarterback turned great nfl player two-time super bowl mvp number 10 appears to be hanging up his cleats and will ride off into the sunset no telling where that sunset's going to be but we'll have i'll I'll share some of the analysis that i've had and, and i followed eli closely throughout his college days i haven't really kept up with him as much in the pros but i did keep up with him winning those two super bowl titles and not only winning titles he won the MVP on both of those Super Bowl victories. And is that Hall of Fame worthy? Well, I'll tell you what I think and what I heard some of the pundits talking about on Wednesday when the news broke that Eli Manning is stepping away from the game. Also, we've got other SEC news besides a former University of Mississippi great there in the NFL. We'll get, let you know about some other football happenings. We'll talk a little football recruiting. Believe it or not, we're just a couple of days away from the second signing period of college football. And we'll let you know the latest rankings, courtesy of 24-7 Sports in our SEC Spotlight. And then we're going to put on that big plastic hog hat as at the end of the second hour, we're going to focus on Arkansas Razorback football. Did you know that they had a new coach hired over the Christmas break? You probably didn't know that because, frankly, Sam Pittman's hiring got a little bit uh, out-trumped by Lane Kiffin and also Mike Leach heading into the Magnolia State. But Arkansas ends up getting a guy who's been an offensive line coach for most of his career to come to the Ozarks and lead that program. And we're going to hear some of Sam Pittman's talk as he recently got behind the mic to talk about his program and their recruiting efforts. So the head coach of the Arkansas football team will hear a little bit of audio from him. Then we'll talk about the Razorbacks basketball program. They've got a pretty good season going on this year. Not one of the elite teams of the SEC, but far from one of the worst teams. We'll talk a little Razorback basketball, and then we'll give you a complete kind of preview of what's going on right now in the SEC in terms of the standings as we're inching closer to almost the halfway point of SEC basketball. We're not quite there yet, but we'll give you the latest standings and rankings and more on the basketball side of things of the Southeastern Conference, all as part of our SEC spotlight headed your way in the second hour. 803-816-1170 is the telephone line if you want to call or text us. We welcome that right here on the Y'all Show. And let me go ahead and announce something really cool that I'm inviting you. And if you can get in in the nick of time, we'll have you as our first one of these. But starting as soon as we get a lucky caller to 803-816-1170, you can call or text. And you want to be a volunteer. You want to be in the Y'all Volunteer Army. We're going to start doing something on Fridays as we've done for a long time 
It's our tradition at the start of the second hour on Fridays to play David Lee Murphy's Party Crowd. A great song, huh? It kind of gets us in the party mood, gets us ready for the weekend. And I want to rotate the guest chorus, okay? We could have more than one, but I need at least one lucky listener to be my sing-along guest each week when we have that. And if you hit us up here at the Y'all Show, 803-816-1170, you too can join in as we sing that last couple of seconds of the David Lee Murphy song. I think it's about a minute, actually, of, uh, yeah, tonight I'm looking for a party crowd, all that fun stuff there at the end. And it will be me, you, and then everybody else that gets to hear us. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And we've got a special Y'all prize pack for every contestant that is a part of this this new interactive contest where you can be part of the y'all show as we get ready for the weekend with our second hour on fridays sound like a plan again 803-816-1170 and don't be bashful and of course you got to be able to sing because you got to help us sing along to david lee murphy's party crowd that is the challenge and operators are standing by diving into headlines across dixie today and as I mentioned a few moments ago, Rachel Dolezal, you might remember that name as she, in 2015, created a stir there in Spokane, Washington. She was president of the local NAACP branch, and it actually came out that this woman who was trying to pretend to be a black woman was actually of zero African ancestry. She had to resign her position and became kind of a laughing stock there in washington state rachel dalzal well believe it or not right here in the south we've had sort of a second chapter a second rachel dalzal coming into the spotlight and this one's crazy the city of miami on wednesday suspended a police captain who was actually hispanic and has strongly condemned this captain after he publicly claimed he was black when fighting accusations that he has derided black people as the NAACP there in Miami-Dade County has called for police captain Javier Ortiz's resignation, saying it was deeply concerned by the comments Ortiz made at a commission meeting last week. And the spokesperson for Miami Police said that Ortiz had been relieved of duty pending an investigation, and they didn't specify a time or the basis of the investigation. At the Friday meeting last week, members of the Black Police Association of Miami voiced complaints about discrimination within the department. Ortiz, given a chance to step to the podium, he astonished officials, including Black Chairman Keon Hardiman, that said he wasn't Hispanic, but Black. He said, quote, I am a Black male. Yes, I am. And I am not Hispanic. I was born in this country, Ortiz said. You don't know the makeup of my race or my ethnicity, you don't know anything about me. But it turns out <laughs> there, there's no black ancestry, evidently. I don't know if they've done the, uh, what is it, 21 and me or something like that with the test there. I bet you he might want to backtrack a little bit and there may be a, a trace. I bet you almost all of us have a trace of African ancestry. Or if you're African, you got some Caucasian or European ancestry or American Indian ancestry or something you know, we're all a bunch of a mixed lot here in the world that we live in today, especially with the way immigration happened in this country. But that is not all that happened there for this police captain. And he's in a whole heap of trouble there in Miami pretending to be black. And we'll find out what happens to him beyond 
the current suspension. Lawmakers in Maryland have met with Washington Redskins owner Daniel Snyder as they're discussing about howing, allowing sports betting at a new stadium in the state of Maryland. Senator Guy Gazon, who's in the Maryland Senate and chairs a budget committee, told reporters that Daniel Snyder asked to be included in discussions as Maryland lawmakers are considering legislation to legalize sports betting. Snyder met with lawmakers in the Annapolis in Annapolis on Tuesday of this week. He asked to be included in the whole sports betting realm, according to Gazon. The Redskins currently play in Maryland at Landover at FedEx Field, and in the suburb that's in the suburbs of Washington D.C. As talks have been ongoing with Virginia, Maryland, and the District of Columbia about building a new stadium to replace FedEx Field when its lease expires in seven years. And it looks like Maryland's trying to be proactive and maybe incorporate sports gambling into a proposed new stadium. Maybe they'll have a horse racing track, a casino. This is the way a lot of states are going. They're opening up the floodgates for more gambling, more sports betting and such. And when states like Tennessee, for example, a pretty conservative state, are on board, states like Mississippi and even Arkansas are on board with casinos, sports betting, and more, you bet your bottom dollar a state like Maryland's going to probably do something a little bit different to lure the Redskins into a new stadium there in that state. Speaking of the NFL, besides the Redskins making news, Antonio Brown, the guy that was in the news a lot in 2019 for the wrong reasons, well, the former NFL star is being investigated for possible battery at his Florida home as along with his trainer Glenn Holt Brown is accused of battery by moving a by a moving truck driver who was outside the free agent wide receiver's home Holt was arrested and charged with one count of burglary and battery Brown not arrested or charged in the incident but ESPN says that Brown is a suspect and attempts to make any kind of contact with him unsuccessful as according to TMZ Sports very reliable there tmz officers swarmed the home of the free agent wide receiver and he's a free agent remember last year he played for the raiders he played for the patriots and ultimately he kind of fizzled out and we didn't hear from him anymore in fact he said at one time he wasn't going to play football again i think that's all changed kind of a mess there antonio brown but when the officer swarmed the home of antonio brown Police said they tried to speak to him, but he locked himself in his home and wouldn't talk. The latest apparent incident came less than a week after Hollywood, Florida police. They cut ties with Brown following an incident outside his home involving the mother of his children. So uh, more headlines from this guy. He's in the headlines a lot and often for the wrong reasons. A New New England Patriots football player now has been arrested in Cumberland County in Tennessee as the Tennessee Highway Patrol arrested New England's Patriots 22-year-old Joquan Lamont Williams of Nashville. According to Tennessee Highway Patrol, THP troopers pulled over his 2016 Land Rover. He's a cornerback for the Patriots, pulled over at a mile marker 333 on Interstate 40 for speeding. And Williams was also found there, in addition to being in, in guilty of speeding or alleged to be guilty of speeding, he also was found to be in possession of drugs and was charged with speeding, possession of a controlled substance, possession of legend drugs without a prescription, and possession of drug paraphernalia taken to the Cumberland County Jail. 
and being held on a 37,500 bond. Williams played college football at Vanderbilt, and the New England Patriots selected him in the 45th overall pick in the 2019 NFL Draft. So this guy was a rookie here this last year. He made his debut against the Jets back on September 22nd, but I would think Bill Belichick not very happy with New England Patriots football player and Vanderbilt alum Joe Quan Lamont Williams getting in trouble there in his native Tennessee. Now, let's tell you a little happy news from the NFL. How about Jameis Winston, the Tampa Bay quarterback, and he's a Alabama native. Well, the Bucks QB and Hueytown, Alabama native, has given a sizable donation to Miles College, a HBCU located in Fairfield, Alabama. Jameis Winston has donated $50,000 to the school's athletic department as the school announced this in a news release and said the money will be used for upgrades within the football program. As Winston in a news release said, I am so honored to support Miles College, although I did not attend Miles College. He went to Florida State. We've had a long-standing relationship that has allowed me to touch the lives of thousands of youth from Birmingham and around the country. Miles has always had a special place in my heart because my mom is an alumna of this prestigious HBCU, making his mama happy there by uh, donating a sizable amount of money to Miles College. Now, Jameis Winston's donation comes on the heels of Charles Barkley, another great from the Birmingham area, who donated a million dollars to Miles College, the largest single donation in the school's 122-year history. What a great job there by the Auburn alum, Charles Barkley, and Jameis Winston, the FSU alum, helping out their local college there in Alabama. And they didn't even go to that school. That's a really neat story. And great job, Miles College, for getting the support of the star athletes and retired athletes in Sir Charles's case. Alexander, Arkansas, police chief there, says the department got a large, speaking of donations, Alexander, Arkansas got a large donation from an anonymous community member. The chief of police there says that an older gentleman stopped by the station to talk about the changes made to the department, and he told the chief that he wanted to help. The chief compiled a list of equipment needs and wants, and the next day, this fellow shows up with a $25,000 personal check for the Alexander, Arkansas Police Department. That is pretty, pretty neat and a great job there in the natural state of this man who I don't have a name for. I guess he wanted to go anonymous, but he's helping out with a $25,000. Yeah, it's an anonymous donation, as I said. And what a great gift there for the Alexander Police Department, Alexander, Arkansas. We have more info coming your way, more headlines from across the Southeast. And don't forget, at the end of this hour, we'll take a quick look at the best and worst states to drive in. Is your state one of them? We'll tell you. Keep it locked here. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CBS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Keeps coming. You know what to do. 
Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you. And I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. There's a great big mystery, and it sure is worrying me. This ditty war ditty, this ditty war ditty. I wish somebody would tell me what ditty war ditty means. Back into the headlines here on the Y'all Show. Our email address, if you want to send us a tip or let us know what's going on in your world, to quote George Strait, it's y'all show at y'all dot com. Y a l l s h o w at y a l l dot com. This is the show all about the southeast. We're right now in the middle of headlines from across the southeast, and let's go now to a low life from right here in the southeast. Okay, it's one thing to be a thief. Okay. But 52-year-old Jennifer Sue Witteveen of Arlington, Texas, might just get one of the Low Lifes of the Year award because this woman allegedly stole $300,000, get this, from the Mansfield Little League team. And she's going to get eight years in prison for her decision. And she was a volunteer that stole, again, 300 big ones, $300,000, now sentenced to eight years in prison after pleading guilty to theft of property. The 52-year-old, who's, again, from Arlington, Texas, she became the treasurer for the Mansfield Youth Baseball Association when her child was playing there, according to prosecutors, and then she was convicted of making cash withdrawals and writing fraudulent checks for personal use between 2012 and 2018. The thefts added up to almost $300,000. When she was confronted, the woman, Miss Wittavine, she said she claimed the money was used to pay for her family medical bills, but an analysis shows she spent about $22,000 on, wow, Amazon purchases, never would have guessed that, and $50,000 spent at restaurants. And every dollar she took could have had a real impact on children in the community, according to the local district attorney, Johnny Newburn of Tarrant County, Texas. So she'll have to go to jail for quite some time. Now, the story here that's not being written is how in the world does the Mansfield Youth Baseball Association have $300,000 lying around? I mean, has youth sports gotten to be that valuable? I, I, I reckon so. But this 52-year-old Texan now, she's going to go to the Hooskow for quite some time for her decision to steal from the little ones. Little League will never be the same in Arlington. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm hoping that they're going to get plenty of money donated, and she's going to have money. I guess she'll find a way to give money back to the association, and the kids will keep playing 
baseball there for a long time. Speaking of Arlington, Texas, of course, that is the home of the Texas Rangers. And luckily, I don't think she's anywhere near the Texas Rangers organization because they're trying to build and and will have a brand new state-of-the-art baseball stadium there in Arlington for the Rangers this year. Luckily, Jennifer Sue Wittavine, nowhere near the Major League Baseball fellas and trying to steal their money. Now to East Tennessee. We go way East Tennessee. We're talking Greenville and Green County. That's about 20 miles southwest of Johnson City, right on the North Carolina border. And I know you normally this is an archaic term, cow thief, cattle thief. And you think of the Old West, perhaps, for cattle thieves and horse thieves. Well, over 30 cows have now been stolen from a Greene County, Tennessee farm. And investigators are trying to find out what happened as thieves took this from a farm on Cook Hill Road there in Greene County, Tennessee. On Thursday of last week, the incident allegedly happened around 11 p.m. Thieves used gates on the farm to make a cattle chute to herd over 30 cows onto trailers and they rode off with the cows if you have any information on this cattle thief there in east tennessee you can call the detective there in green county sergeant holt at 423-798-1800 the crime tip hotline is at 423-972-7000 and something tells me whoever did this is going to get caught because i don't care who you are if you show up with an extra 30 cows somewhere around you it's going to be quite obvious, and I doubt somebody's going to haul 30 cows all the way across the country to some other state somewhere in those hills of East Tennessee or perhaps North Carolina, since that's close by. They're going to catch these cattle thieves, and they're going to pay. Maybe they ought to bring a little Old West justice like they did in the old Westerns to cattle thieves and horse thieves. Yeah, horrible there for the for the owner there of that farm now to oxford we go and the university of mississippi is doing something that i haven't heard of anybody doing this maybe this is pretty standard but i haven't seen or heard about it but if you're a student at the university of mississippi and you want to get some food delivered to you you don't have to call the local delivery company anymore as starship technologies is working with Ole miss dining services to make food and drinks more accessible on the oxford campus and starting today students faculty and staff can download this app called the starship deliveries beam me up scotty and they can order food and drinks and one of the 30 robots will then deliver food anywhere on campus within a few minutes as each robot will be able to hold 20 pounds and you can order things like starbucks chick-fil-a McAllister's, panda express which which never heard of that one also, Einstein Brother Bagels, Raisin Cane, Steak and Shake, Papa John's, and more. And you just call up the app on your phone, you order, and then in a few minutes, a robot comes knocking on your dorm room door or maybe to your classroom. And our own insider on all things Takapola area, Jerry Short, was driving around the campus the other day and sent me a picture as he and his wife said what in the heck is that and they were testing this starship robot out and it was just going down the sidewalk it doesn't go on the streets it was going down the sidewalk there in oxford and was just a really kind of a, of a strange unbelievable like pinch yourself is this really happening and he didn't know what it was for 
and now we know this thing that has cameras on it and i think it also detects if you get a little too close to it it will stop and i assume uh, some kind of voice will tell you to to stand back i know it's got a little flag on it so it's a little easier to see but this is not being used for something super important there on the campus of the university of mississippi it used to be it's, it's being used to deliver food for goodness sakes are the students there that lazy or spoiled and frankly most of those students and i know this well because i spent a few years in that area and at that campus they got the money to pay for a human being to deliver something to them. This is going to cut jobs. I, I hate this. This is not a good thing, in my opinion. But it's also a kind of a scary thing. It's also kind of cool. <laughs> and I told Jerry when I talked to our Takapola storyteller when he sent me the photos of this thing going down the street there, I said, one of these days pretty soon, some good old boy or girl is going to bring a little Mississippi justice to this robot going down the street, and they're going to pull out their shotgun and blow that thing away. Now, unfortunately, I think those things have cameras. So if that's your idea, don't do it. I wonder how much these things cost. But maybe this is the next thing coming to all of our colleges and even our communities. We know about drones delivering packages. What about robots going down the street and delivering food to you? I guess we're there. That's that's the next next big thing coming our way. The mayor of Columbia, South Carolina, the mayor of Chattanooga, and more are all teaming up together as they're going to try to fight Major League Baseball's proposed reduction, the contraction of minor league franchises across the nation, really. And several Southern teams are expected to be contracted if Major League Baseball gets its way. As MLBs announced, they're going to try to eliminate 42 affiliated minor league franchises for the 2021 season. And this coalition of mayors, they got together this week and they are a 30-member panel and they range from mayors of Chattanooga, in this case Chattanooga, the lookouts are on the list to be contracted, and also towns in Oregon and more. And Columbia, South Carolina's mayor, I think is Major, Mayor Benjamin, he was involved in this thing as well. And Columbia's not even on the list to be eliminated because the newly branded, about three years old now, Tim Tebow even played for this team. The Columbia Fireflies have a amazing ballpark. I went to one of their games last year. And had a great time there. Saw the Fireflies win over the Lexington Legends there in the South Atlantic League, the Sally League. Columbia's nowhere close to being contracted. But other towns, like I said, Chattanooga Lookouts are on the list. The Jackson Generals, Jackson, Tennessee, they're on the list to be contracted. And I think there was the Lexington Legends were actually on that list to be. And they just won the league. And the Generals just won their league, the Southern League. So, it's good to see the politicians here trying to step up for some of these communities that don't need to lose their minor league baseball team. We'll see if it does any good. But that story there, these mayors launching a task force to oppose Major League Baseball's plan to reduce the name, the number of teams in the minor leagues. And now to some animal-related stories for you. Sea turtles have been washing ashore on the North Carolina coast. About 100 sea turtles were stunned by the recent cold temperatures that hit the Outer Banks of North Carolina. And these, these what are called Kemp's Ridley turtles washing ashore on the south side of Hatteras Island. And a lot of people stunned to see these things at, at the cold water there. thought we were supposed to have global warming going on. But yes, according to the NOAA, sea turtles are cold-blooded reptiles that depend on the temperature of their surroundings to maintain their body temperature. 
and when temperatures rapidly decline and sea turtles are cut off from moving to warmer waters, they can suffer from a form of hypothermia known as cold stunning. And these turtles washing up. Sea turtles are great kind of feature there of the carolina coast in florida cold weather there this week has caused iguanas to fall out of the tree i know a lot of the national media caught this story earlier this week as florida saw temperatures and lows go down into the 30s and 40s and iguanas falling off of trees there in the sunshine state had to be a very surreal thing to see that as it's raining iguanas in florida this week with the cold temperatures with those lows pushing toward the freezing mark in some areas of the sunshine state and now our last animal story i don't think the cold weather had anything to do with this but rain had to do with this particular story in philadelphia mississippi tyler hardy was out hunting and checking up on things going up in a deer stand and stuff and he was actually jumping he was jumping across a flooded ditch back on january 15th when a copperhead snake that was on a nearby tree limb way up off the ground it bit him above his ear and mr hardy said i thought somebody had shot me or hit me with an axe it knocked me it knocked the fire out of me i just could not believe the force of the snake had when it hit me and luckily a buddy helped drive him to a nearby hospital and the snake identified as a copperhead and the bite started to burn and swell on the ride luckily when they got to the hospital there in the meridian area he received an anti-venom treatment and then had to be airlifted to jackson mississippi to the hospital day there and was released a day later luckily luckily all's well he said that he feels like he's been on a five-day drunk but he's fine so great news there for tyler hardy there of philadelphia mississippi herpetologist terry van vender of hines county mississippi said copperheads do climb limbs but he described hardy's bite as very rare and unusual circumstance he said while snakes climb during the summers finding a copperhead in a tree in january is unheard of but that area of mississippi had just been hit by a lot of rain and it's a it's thought that maybe flooding helped that snake shimmy up a tree and therefore it hit him when he was crossing that ditch what a weird story as this guy calls himself the unluckiest guy having this snake bite him just above the ear but he's going to be okay thank you tyler hardy we're glad that you're going to be okay there in neshoba county mississippi and that will conclude our look across the southeast here on this y'all show makes me want to think twice now when i go jump that ditch not only will i will i might not uh, make it and break my leg i now have to be worried about a darn copperhead might be around those are nasty nasty creatures (laughs) i don't have to tell you all that when the y'all show comes back you know what's nasty some of our drivers and when we come back thanks to wallethub.com we've got the best and worst states to drive in is your southern state among the list we'll let you know when the y'all show rolls on I'd love to hear more. Do you have a card? This is it. This is when you can either let something happen or make it happen with your professional custom card from Vistaprint. And we're now introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. You pick the look, the style, and the statement you want to make in the moment. Now's the time to make something happen for your business. So for a limited time only, you can own the now with free shipping on all business cards in any quantity at Vistaprint.com. Just use promo code 4545. That's Vistaprint.com promo code 4545. Deep's coming. You know what to do.
Hey, I'm gonna just rip this band-aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Well, the midnight headlights blind you on a rainy night, steep grade up ahead, slow me down, making no time. But I gotta keep a rolling. Those windshield wipers slapping out of tempo, keeping perfect rhythm with the song on the radio. Yeah, I gotta keep a rolling. Ooh, I'm driving my life away. Coming up in hour two of today's Y'all Show, make sure you stick around. Thanks to Y'all.com, our partner here with the Y'all Show. We've got some incredible tips that we're going to share with you, and this will maybe make your life a whole lot easier. And I'll have those stories and more coming up at the start of the hour. Then we'll segue over to some SEC sports talk. A little information about Eli Manning, the rebel turned New York giant. He is going to retire after 16 years as the quarterback for the New York football giants. And we'll let you know about more about that. And I'll share a few personal thoughts about Eli number 10 for the NY giants, all that coming up plus other sec news. And then we'll have a little spotlight on those Arkansas Razorbacks. Arkansas has got a brand new football coach for 2020. We'll let you hear from the new coach, Sam Pittman. Also, we'll talk a little Arkansas Razorback basketball, and we'll actually give you a quick update on all things SEC basketball. All that ahead in hour number two. But right now, as we wrap up hour one of this Thursday Y'all Show, it's time, thanks to WalletHub.com, to just just tell you like it is, all right? Thanks to WalletHub, we have, could I have the envelope, please? 2020's best and worst states to drive in and i bet all of you are saying i just know my state's gonna be number one for the worst i just know it i know it well here is the results but before i get to the results let me quick quick personal thing here on today's y'all show as i said at the beginning of this hour it was just the other day over the holiday weekend i was driving in a couple of our southern states and on one day alone if you live in the rural south as i do or you travel in the rural south at some point you're probably going to go down a two-lane road okay and they're they're everywhere in these 16 southern states farm roads for you texans by the way and i on one day alone almost had three head-on collisions all because and, and weather was not an issue it was perfectly sunny a little cold that shouldn't affect the driving skills of whoever almost hit me i was on a two-lane road 
and I was just minding my own business, going in one direction, and then coming toward me, some knuckle bozo tried to pass a car that was not going fast enough for him, and they tried to pass with me not all that far ahead of them, which means had I not, in one case, pulled off to the side of the road or slowed down dramatically, I could have I could have died. And I know this happens a lot. If you let me let me reminder, some of you may not have actually paid attention when you went through driving school. If the little line on the road is solid and not dotted, yeah, don't pass. Okay, that is extremely important and i'll be honest on some of the roads i've been on i just wanted to double check the people that mark the roads with those lines and dots and stuff and it's pretty accurate i've yet to see a perfectly flat stretch of road that's got the double line on it you're going to have that dotted line meaning you can pass if if it indeed is a safe place to pass so luckily i got through it I'm sure you all have had your own close calls, and you just don't want to have a horrible head-on collision if you can help it. But thankfully, I was paying attention. Had I been too busy texting or listening to the radio or goofing off, maybe I wouldn't have been paying attention, and I would have not seen that car in my own lane, and it could have been a disaster. Luckily, that didn't happen. All right, we have, again, according to WalletHub, they've come out with this listing of the best and worst states for driving And they did a lot of research into this, and road conditions were part of the research and more. And they found some really informational stuff here that I'm going to share with you. So, without further ado, here are the best states to drive in in the U.S. of A. Are you all ready for this? The number one state is Iowa, okay? That is the best state according to WalletHub. Tennessee comes in at number two with a total score of 63.43. And this score is comprised of things like the cost of ownership and maintenance rank, traffic and infrastructure rank, safety rank. And Tennessee, which is number one in the country for the cost of ownership and maintenance rank, is at number one for the best state to drive in in the country. And I will say Tennessee's done a darn good job on some of their, not only interstates, but their back roads are pretty safe and and I know there's a few potholes from time to time. I don't want to let the TDOT folks off easy. But Tennessee is at number two in this ranking from WalletHub. Also in the south at number three is North Carolina. Way to go there. North Carolina. Texas is at four. Georgia is at six. Virginia is at seven. Arkansas checks in at number nine in the best states to drive in in the country. And then Alabama is at 10. Kentucky is at 12. We have Florida, the Sunshine State, with a 59.47 score, is the 15th best roads in the country. Louisiana is at 18, and Oklahoma is at 20. Mississippi is at 21. There's a few southern states that I still have not called. One of those, South Carolina. And I know this has been a big problem in Columbia here of late because at one time in the 70s, South Carolina was number one on this list. And they had phenomenal interstate highways and such in the Palmetto State. But that slipped. And I think it might be a funding issue as Governor McMaster is going to have to do something about it there. But South Carolina checks in at number 24 on this list of the best states to drive in. The Show Me State of Missouri is at 20 five and i think that might be all no west virginia what west for west by god virginia what's your problem the the mountain state 
is the 44th, which is actually, I guess, the sixth worst state in the country to drive in. And that's not good. Well, actually, I shouldn't leave out Maryland, <laughs> as Maryland is at 45. And that's not a good Maryland. 50, they're the worst of the South, by the way, coming in at number 45 for the best, which I guess is number five for the, the worst. Maryland with a score of 51.80. What are your worst states to drive in? Washington State's at 48. California's at 47, by the way. You would think with all the money and all the people that live there, they'd have better roads. Evidently, they don't. California, 47. Washington State, 48. Rhode Island checks in at number 49. And the state that has the worst state, the worst state to drive in. Again, this factors in several things here in the survey done by WalletHub.com. Things including safety, access to vehicles, and maintenance rank, the cost of ownership, and more. Maybe that's what gets a lot of these states. The state at number 50 is the Aloha State, as Hawaii is at 50 with a ranking of 38.77. Not good. Of course, if you're in Hawaii and you want to go from Island A to Island B, you can't drive there. You got to fly or catch a boat ride <laughs> and I, I talked to my buddy my business partner who actually is living in hawaii right now i talked to him just this week and i had no idea he lives on the big island he said if he wanted to go to a meeting in honolulu to get there would require about a five or six hour deal of flying because you have to go get checked in with tsa then you got to wait then you got to get on your plane to go to, for example, Honolulu. Then you got to get ground transportation lined up. And so to go from one island in Hawaii to another is not that easy, even though they have plenty of air airlines going back, including Mokalele Airlines, which is what my buddy works for, uh, Keith. And that, I had no idea it would be that. I mean, they're not that far apart, but if you really look at a map, those islands in Hawaii are pretty spread out. And to go from, for example, the Big Island to, what is it, Oahu, you got to go past Maui. I don't know. I've never been to Hawaii. Y'all been to Hawaii? What do y'all think of the roads in Hawaii? They need to do a little bit better. Would you like to trade your state's roads for Hawaii, but you get to live in Hawaii? Are you up for that trade? I bet you you might be. (laughs) And that, again, according to Wild Hub, is our listing of the best and worst states to drive in in the good old U.S. of A. And thank you, thank you, Wild Hub. Thank you, Steve Bowers, WTJS, for sharing that little tip for us here on today's Y'all Show. When we come back in hour number two, hang on, because we're going to start the hour out with some helpful tips courtesy of y'all.com clark shelton and the whole gang including yours truly at y'all.com we've got some awesome stories you need to go check out and learn from all that heading in the beginning of the hour and then we'll have our sec spotlight eli manning the former rebel from the university of mississippi turned new york football giant he is going to step away from the football field and i have some personal thoughts on number 10 Also, other news from the football side of the SEC, including the latest with football recruiting, as National Signing Day Part 2 is only a few days away. Then we'll put the spotlight on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Woo, pick suey. 
And we'll hear from the new coach, Sam Pittman, plus other information about Arkansas sports, including basketball. Plus, we'll give you the latest standings of SEC men's basketball. All that is coming up on this, the Y'all Show, Talk with a Southern Accent, hosted by yours truly, John Rawl, the general of all things Southern. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Are you a hog? Well, if you're a Razorback fan, a hog fan from the University of Arkansas, the natural state, tune in later this hour. And of course, stay tuned throughout the whole hour, by the way, for all of you, because we're going to have a spotlight on Arkansas football, a program that's been embattled the last decade or so. And we'll hear from the new head coach, Sam Pittman, and some thoughts he has about recruiting for the Razorbacks of 2020. And also, in our SEC Spotlight, we'll give you a quick look at SEC basketball, including the Razorbacks. But we'll also cover the big breaking news from Wednesday as former Rebel quarterback Eli Manning is going to step away from the New York Giants and from the NFL. He'll retire after 16 seasons, and we'll let you know what maybe that uh, thought process was there. And I'll share some personal thoughts as I've seen old number 10 and play a few times in my days in oxford and also 
he and I share something in common. We are members of the same church. <laughs> and uh, I'll, I'll kind of share the last time I saw him, he actually did a very Southern thing for me. And I'll tell you about what that was when we get to the SEC spotlight later this hour. We begin this hour of this, the Y'all Show, talk with a Southern accent and an accent on all things Southern, talking about y'all.com of which yours truly serves as publisher of. And we encourage you to go to y'all.com or go on Facebook and like our Facebook group there, y'all.com on Facebook, and bookmark the y'all.com webpage. We've got incredible information going up multiple times a day. We put the y'all show up on y'all.com multiple times a week. We have an awesome website. We want you to be part of the y'all.com family and be a part of it by liking it and bookmarking it and more importantly telling your friends if you like what we're doing there please help us out we need all the help we can get and if you go there right now you'll see a bunch of stuff up there but i'm going to take a few minutes here at the start of this thursday hour two to spotlight some of the stuff up there that's going to help you some tips courtesy of y'all.com and i'm gonna put my southern business hat on to tell you about something that's going on today bonefish grill have y'all been to a bonefish well they were founded in 2000 in st petersburg florida and they're currently based in tampa started back in the 2000 time frame by two guys who just had a vision to get this thing going in a big way and i would say they've done just that as this company has expanded it's got a revenue of 619 million dollars a year 215 locations of bonefish grill maybe you've been there and checked out the great restaurant founded by tim kirchie and chris parker in st pete back in the 2000 time frame well bonefish grill to celebrate this week their 20th anniversary they're going to go back in time today on this january 23rd as bonefish grill is going to do something that you need to be aware of and if you go to y'all.com you can read all about what's going on there as after these two decades the founders who opened their first bonefish grill just a few blocks north of the current st petersburg location they are dedicated to their mission of serving perfectly prepared fresh fish and creating an incredible dining experience and have you been a bonefish grill lover all these 20 years and i'm a guy who likes me some fried shrimp i don't live in a bonefish grill town or near a bonefish grill so my only experience at a bonefish came in augusta georgia and it was yummy and more importantly for the, us fellows my my uh, uh co-eater <laughs> Uh, my uh, uh, cohabitator i guess would be the term at the time too uh she was happy and if mama's happy you're happy and it wasn't my mama i took i I took one of my one of my uh my old flames you could say and it was her idea of course to go to bonefish i'd be happy going to a bojangles or a crystal or something like that or if you're in the csra of augusta georgia any place on washington roads fine even in augusta national is a good place although i don't think they'd serve me food there they won't even let me on the golf course for goodness sake but bonefish grill in honor of their 20th anniversary they're introducing today and today only a milestone menu and it features a mix of past and present offerings 
that guests from the last two decades have enjoyed appetizers and entrees that include get this on this milestone menu today january 23rd only at your local bonefish grill salsa shrimp that's tender shrimp sauteed with sun-dried tomatoes and also olives they've got garlic sauce topped with feta cheese that is on the menu today and today only at your local bonefish grill also today at bonefish applewood bacon wrapped scallops yes four georgia's bank scallops wrapped in applewood bacon and topped with mango salsa yum e how about this bang bang shrimp the original version of the most copied appetizer crispy shrimp tossed in a signature creamy spicy sauce bonefish why did you take these some of these things off the menu is my question also they've got today macadamia nut mahi mahi that's a wood grill wild mahi type with a house-made mango vanilla rum butter sauce and it also includes a sprinkle of toasted macadamia nuts that sounds great if you want to get away from the shrimps and the fishes of the world at bonefish today they've got the fontina pork chop that's a bone-in pork chop fontina cheese garlic prosciutto and mushroom marsala wine sauce right there at bonefish today now that that sounds great and then if you like pasta like on a couple times a year i get to enjoy some good pasta they have today as part of this milestone menu at bonefish blackened and i love to say this word with an l blackened salmon pasta yeah i'm a redneck blackened salmon pasta grilled and blackened salmon with sauteed artichokes roasted tomatoes spinach garlic also tossed in a light champagne olive oil all this is part of this milestone menu also they've got some great cocktails if you want to get your potty on to celebrate bonefish grill's 20th anniversary this day they've got the glowfish martini and that's a past favorite and this is a twist on that with absolute vodka also they've got a fresh lime and pineapple juice served with a glow-in-the-dark bracelet (laughs) that sounds like a lot of fun also the bonefish martini is going to be served up today also one of the original menu items from bonefish when it started in the sunshine state that includes absolute vodka sparkling wine a splash of cranberry juice and garnished with an orange twist yeah that bonefish martini and finally being served up today for the big 20th anniversary at bonefish parka's margarita not parker from in the heat of the night but parker's margarita the founder's favorite and that's finished with a fresh squeeze orange juice and grand marnier all this at bonefish grill you can go to their website if you need a little bit more info and some photos bonefishgrill.com you can go to y'all.com and see what we just ran through some of the menu items and more information about the big 20th anniversary and again this is today and today only january 23rd 2020 at bonefish grill happy 20th anniversary bonefish and all of you go that go into your local bonefish today and devour these great items and more why don't you tell them y'all.com sent you and maybe they'll give you an extra shrimp how about that all right at y'all.com here is another helpful story that we're sharing see we got you going into bonefish and getting some of these tasty favorites on this day but what about something that lasts beyond today well thanks to y'all.com we have 12 tips for keeping your kid healthy this winter now if you're a parent 
maybe you know some of these things, but maybe if you've been goofing off and you've been caught up with Christmas, Thanksgiving, maybe you had too much to do at Martin Luther King weekend, we have these tips for making your young and healthy this winter. So if you need to know what they are, they're at y'all.com. Let me run through a few of them, okay? Things to help you bring down the chance of getting the flu. As the infection has been going across the country, schools have been drastically affected over the last few months. I haven't heard much about it in the last month or so. That's good news. And go get your flu shot. That's a great thing to do. And get your kids, get them to have the flu shot. As a lot of young'uns are inclined to be sick, so you'll have to find a way to keep your kid healthy this winter, and these tips will help, okay? So one thing you need to do to help keep your kid healthy this winter and we got a few more weeks slash months of winter 2020 so (laughs) deal with it all right one thing you can do to keep them healthy is make them dress appropriately okay you need to adjust winter garments for the kids dress infants and the little kids in a single more layer of attire than what a grown-up would wear in similar conditions so if you go outside with a t-shirt on and a jacket For the little ones, you might want to add another layer in there. And when you're in a car, have the infant and kids, they should wear ragged, cozy layers as opposed to thick, cumbersome coats or snowsuits. That's a great tip there. And don't overlook winter adornments. You can recall warm boots, gloves, or gloves and a cap, which have a significant effect in keeping little children agreeable. Hey, if you've got a newborn, dress your newborn children and kids energetically for open air exercises a few weak layers will keep them dry and warm continuously recollect warm boots gloves and a cap all right so that is good news to know also keep a blanket cushion and more available nearby and depending on where you are the dependable guideline for more seasoned infants and small kids is to dress them and again that one or more layer as uh, more than a grown-up would have so that's just on the apparel side of keeping your kid healthy this winter according to y'all.com they have this whole other subcategory of safe winter sports and activities and you need to be aware of some of this and most of us in the south this does not quite apply because this is about snow skiing and snowboarding but little children ought to be managed by grown-up for sure on these kind of things any skier snowboarder should wear protective caps and you need to if you're going to go ice skating so some of you do this maybe indoors or somewhere let the kids skate just on endorsed services check your signs there posted for any kind of deal that the neighborhood police might have they want to be able to keep the kids safe there and that is great news give kids progressively immune boosting food and drinks that is a great thing no matter where you are as organic products that contain vitamin c that includes orange pomegranates strawberries raspberries they all contain a decent measure of this essential nutrient vitamin c also beef give them some beef as it contains zinc which is imperative in the generation of the white platelets your youngster uses to obliterate microscopic microscopic organisms beef is good beef will help Keep your kids safety uh, safe this winter. You don't have to give them a hamburger at every meal, but because of the zinc aspect, because it will help with the white platelets, 
give them a little beef from time to time. Also, yogurt that contains probiotics. Probiotics keep the stomach-related framework liberated from ailment-causing germs. Yogurt is good. And how about garlic, as it will help battle microscopic organisms and contamination? So those are a few things that the kids can eat to keep them healthy and keep them from perhaps getting the dreaded flu. Also, you got to make sure, and this is really the tough part of being a parent, (laughs) those kids, they might be caged up inside all day. They're wanting to go outside and play. But when the clock strikes, let's say 8.30 or 9 p.m., they need to go to bed, okay? Get your kids to bed at a reasonable hour. They've got to have time to sleep, and you got to stick with that schedule. Don't let them get off their sleep schedules. Yes, they have their shower time, and they've got other activities like homework, but they've got to have great sleep. And if your children battle with nodding off or staying unconscious, attempt a magnesium shower or lavender organic oils. Those will also help if you've got a kid that's having a hard time falling asleep. Also, give your children a probiotic, and that will help with the effort as a well-being kid that, that gets in their gut and children with a probiotic, they have a chance to get through the winter season a lot easier. Probiotic, check it out. If you don't know enough about that, it's worth a quick look. Ensure your kids drink enough water. That's one thing that a lot of kids just don't get a chance to have. And the crazy thing is every kid somewhere in their house has a, a water spigot they can cut on and get some water. But a lot of them want that darn Sprite. They want that darn chocolate milk. They want whatever kids drink of the Powerades. Kids love Powerades and Gatorades, I guess, too. Make sure they drink plenty of water. Appropriate hydration keeps up the capacity of each framework in kids' bodies, making it imperative to drink enough water day by day. So you got to have that cut off sugar. That will help keep the kids a little bit better here in the winter months and keep them from getting the flu or other things they got to wash their hands that's a very very important thing wash them with warm water and a plant-based cleanser all that will help them stay safe also fish oil according to the article at y'all.com will be great to give them to keep them uh, off the doctor's list okay show your child not to contact his eyes or nose let's say they're in a sneezing spell try not to get them to directly contact eyes or nose that's what kleenexes are for that will help as well and what to do when your kid becomes ill that's a very good question to ask at y'all.com show your child to clean out his nose and then urge your kid to clean out his nose much of the time to dispose all of the additional bodily fluid his body's delivering while he has a virus and make your kid drink up of course if you think your kid is sick enough to go to a doctor of course y'all.com wants you to do that these are just some of the tips again tips to keep your kid healthy this winter all at y'all.com and the last story i'm going to tease here you can go to y'all.com and read a whole lot more about it tips for writing great wedding invitations so if you're about to tie the knot in a couple of months you know springtime's fast approaching that's a great time to get hitched if you've got a summer or maybe a fall wedding plan you can go to y'all.com and enjoy this great article about writing great wedding invitations i can't wait to see this one and i've spent a fortune personally on wedding invitations before although the fellows usually it's not our job to necessarily come up with the verbiage but we do have to come up with all those darn addresses 
So make sure you have all the information correctly, but also you want to make sure you set up things like an RSVP deadline, the plus one etiquette. All this is covered at y'all.com. I encourage you to go there. And I won't bore you with more information than you need about this. But all this comes courtesy of writer Ashley Halsey as she wrote this. And she's a writer for Lucky Assignments and Gum Essays. And she penned this article that's up at y'all.com right now for your bride. Maybe you're the bride. Maybe you're the mother or father of a bride. Maybe you know somebody getting married. Surrendering, as I call it. (laughs) Just kidding. Love the love the thing of marriage. It's a great thing. Everybody should try it once, twice, three times, four times, five times, however many it takes. Top tips for writing great wedding invitations. The story's up right now, y'all. And maybe, just maybe, if you have the right wedding invitation, you're not going to have but one wedding, and it'll be eternal. It'll be forever, and that's what we hope. And if that happens, 70 years from now, when you're celebrating your 70th wedding anniversary, you can thank the good folks at y'all.com for telling you all about writing that great wedding invitation to help you keep that love going. And those years just will be flying by all along. Hope you enjoyed that. Those are great tips, again, courtesy of y'all.com. Thanks to Clark Shelton and the others at y'all.com for getting all that lined up for us here today. As we take a break, stay tuned. When we come back, Eli Manning announced, or is officially announcing on Friday, but the story broke Wednesday that he's going to step down as the New York Giants football quarterback. And we'll tell you about that. I'll have some personal thoughts as I got to see Eli play a lot for the red and blue, not of New York, but of the University of Mississippi. And I'll share some thoughts about that. Also, other SEC news, SEC recruiting news, Arkansas Razorback news. We're actually going to hear from the head coach of the Hogs, Sam Pittman, the new coach there hired around Christmas. We'll let you hear from Coach Pittman. And a quick look at SEC basketball. All that is part of our SEC spotlight. And all of that is coming up after this break. Stay with us. This is the Y'all Show. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you. And I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply.
the official unofficial fight song of the University of Mississippi back when he was quarterbacking the Rebels, the Ole Miss Rebels. And right now on the Y'all Show, it's our SEC Spotlight. I'm John Rawl, and let me tell you about the Rebels, maybe the greatest quarterback. And if he's not the greatest quarterback, he's the second greatest quarterback. And if he's only if he's the second greatest quarterback in Oxford, he got beat out by his own daddy, Archie Manning. Eli Manning. Congratulations to Eli. As the news broke on Wednesday that the former Ole Miss QB is going to retire from the NFL after quarterbacking the New York football giants for the last 16 seasons. And along the way, he won the Super Bowl twice. And during those two Super Bowls, he won the MVP in those two victories over the New England Patriots in 2007 and 2011. Unbelievable career. He's 39 years young. He's got a house in Oxford. I heard the other day, though, it's for sale. I don't know what's up uh, what's up Eli's sleeve, but he is retiring from the NFL. Official announcement coming on Friday, but congratulations to Eli as he will be riding off into the sunset unless he pulls a Witten and comes back after a year Witten with the Cowboys, former Tennessee Vol. <sighs> but he had a great season, a great year. Uh, he didn't have a great season. He didn't have play this past year. But he finishes his career with a dead-even record, which is unbelievable. Out of the hundreds of games that Eli Manning quarterbacked, he walks away from the game with a 117 and 117 record as a starter in the regular season. I mean, that's what, 234 games? And he split it right down the middle at 50% wins and 50% losses. Manning is 7th in NFL history with 57,023 passing yards, 366 touchdown passes, and 4,895 completions. He was the face of the New York franchise for these last 16 years. And again, for the football Giants, he actually is their most recognized quarterback as he, of course, was with the franchise all those years and has done a great job, and he's going to be stepping aside. John Mayer, the team's president and chief executive, said Wednesday for 16 seasons, Eli Manning defined what it is to be a New York Giant both on and off the field. Eli is our only two-time Super Bowl MVP and one of the very best players in our franchise's history. He represented our franchise as a consummate professional with dignity and accountability. It meant something to Eli to be the Giants quarterback and it meant even more to us. We are beyond grateful for his contributions to our organization and look forward to celebrating his induction into the Giants Ring of Honor in the near future. The Giants will hold a news conference on Friday at 12, rather 11 Eastern, 10 Central, and Manning will address the media. But it looks like Eli and his wife Abby and their kids are going to be out of the football game, at least going forward. And we congratulate him of course former duke quarterback and rookie daniel jones took the reins of the giants in the 2019 season and eli had to ride the bench something he didn't necessarily like doing and there was a chance he might have could have landed with another franchise but i guess he he, he's proven his case that he deserves to retire now the odd thing is eli becomes the first quarterback from the 2004 draft class to retire that draft class of quarterbacks includes Ben Roethlisberger, quarterback of the Steelers, and Philip Rivers of the 
Los Angeles Chargers, who is likely to be playing for another team here in 2020. To my knowledge, Big Ben and Phillip Rivers, the former NC State quarterback, are not retiring. So Manning will step aside after all these years. And I, I just got announced the other day, former Pitt receiver Larry Fitzgerald is going to be back for the Arizona Cardinals this year. And I think Larry may even have been in the league a year longer than Eli or perhaps a year less. I don't know which one it was. But still, when you are a quarterback and you're 39 years old, chances are you're probably not going to have much of a shelf life unless you're Tom Brady, of course, in his early 40s. But Eli Manning, a much-deserved retirement for this great quarterback and a record-setter in the SEC for the Ole Miss Rebels. Now, personally, I was in Oxford in those days when Eli was quarterback and the David Cutcliffe coached Rebs, and I actually saw Eli's first game that he was the starting quarterback at Ole Miss. And that was early September 2003 when, in a home game, Eli Archie or Elijah Archie Manning, I think is his full name, quarterback the Rebels to a nail-biting win. It wasn't it wasn't that close. I'm being a little bit facetious. But he quarterbacked them to a win over Murray State. And that was my introduction to Eli as the starting quarterback. In 2000, he got into some games, including the Music City Bowl against West Virginia, but he never was the starting quarterback until his, technically his sophomore year, 2001. And they didn't go to a bowl in 2001. 2002 came about. They won enough games to go to the Independence Bowl. They beat Nebraska that year, his junior season. And then in 2003, Eli and the Rebels, again with David Cutcliffe as the head coach, had a darn good season. I think they won 10 games. They technically tied for the SEC West, their only so-called championship since the early 60s when they won arguably three national championships back in the Johnny Vault days in Oxford. But Eli and the Rebels lost a game they should not have lost. They lost to LSU there with Nick Saban as the head coach of the Bayou Bengals in Oxford. Jonathan Nichols with a chance to win and this SEC great kicker, first team SEC kicker just had a chance to win and, and couldn't get it could, couldn't get it done and in the end, LSU goes on and wins the national championship back in 2003. But that was Eli's senior year. And I used to see him a lot as I was in Oxford. I'd gone to graduate school there, and I saw him a lot hanging out, had a good time. But Eli then, as Eli is now, is a fairly boring guy. And that's a that's actually a compliment. You don't hear Eli Manning being in the news for, for the wrong reasons. And he's a simple guy. I was actually a little bit surprised that he's even had a career of 16 years in the NFL. And here's a guy who's never really had on-field injury issues where he's had to miss games because of injury. He's a boring guy. He is different from his older brother, Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning likes the spotlight. Peyton Manning wants to be in commercials. Peyton Manning wants to do this and that. I would bet money that Peyton, that Eli is likely to not be seen or heard from for a while. I don't think he's going to be rushing to do his own anything i I don't even know if he's going to take a job as a coach or as an analyst or as a pundit on tv look for this guy to do nothing and you know what he's earned that right because he's been the starting quarterback for 16 seasons for the new york football giants now the question and, and let me also throw in one more personal thing about eli 
So Eli has made his off-season home all these years in his college town of Oxford. And his wife, Abby, who went to school there in Oxford back in the early 2000s alongside him. She's a Nashville native, by the way. They built a nice home in a really nice part of Oxford. And they joined the local Presbyterian church, of which I was already a member of. And so when Eli's first daughter was born, that's when my first son was also around the same age. And so oftentimes... Eli's daughter and my son were the only two kids in the nursery during church. And so I saw him a lot. In fact, the last time I saw Eli, he actually held the door open for me to come into the nursery. And I never thanked him properly. And that was a very Southern gentleman thing of you to do, number 10. So thank you. That was very a nice gesture on a Sunday morning to hold the door for lowly John Rawl. But thank you. Thank you very much, Eli. But congratulations, he's off in retirement. The question now, as pundits were asking on Wednesday, is he going to get into the Pro Football Hall of Fame? Here's a guy who won two Super Bowl MVPs. Here's a guy who has more Super Bowl MVPs than his own brother Peyton, who's a sure first ballot Pro Football Hall of Fame inductee. Is Eli going to get in there that easy? You know what? I don't think he is. I think he should. But I, I'm, something tells me they're going to give him a lot of grief, the people that vote for this thing, because, again, Eli is not that outgoing, I guess is a, a, a good way to describe him. He's a great guy. He's just not looking to go be in the spotlight. He likes privacy. And I think that's going to hurt him. Unless he changes, now that he's out of the game, he, he might become all over the television and commercials like Big Brother Peyton. Even Cooper is pretty visible these days, his other older brother. I don't think it's going to be a shoe-in that he's going to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame in the next five years when he's eligible. It's going to be years down the line, in my if I had to guess. And frankly, I'm afraid he might have the same treatment as his daddy. Archie Manning is not in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Archie Manning would have been in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and he also would have won a Heisman when he was quarterback of the Rebels back in the late 60s and early 70s. But being at Ole Miss back then was not a good thing, and it probably cost him a Heisman. uh, Eli, rather, is not going to likely get in that easy, and I think he might end up having the same legacy of his father not brother but father and being rejected for quite some time maybe forever by the pro football hall of fame i'm afraid rebel fans giant fans eli might become unfortunately like another new york football giant quarterback of yesteryear and that would be charlie connerly who played back in the 50s for the g-men Charlie Connerly absolutely deserves to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He was an incredible quarterback in the 1950s for Johnny Vault, maybe even the late 40s. I can't remember exactly when he played for the Vault coached Ole Miss Rebels, the Johnny Rebs, if you will. But he went on to be the quarterback of the Giants, helped lead them to at least one NFL championship, and was a superstar. I mean, he actually was the original Marlboro man. Charlie Connolly, Clarksdale, Mississippi. And look it up. He's got all the numbers you need to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. But 
Maybe it's because he was a white man from Mississippi. I don't know what the reason. Charlie Connerly is not a member of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and I doubt he'll ever get in it. I don't know what the rules for legacy inductees is, but Eli Manning and Charlie Connerly, unfortunately, might just have something in common besides being former Ole Miss quarterbacks, former New York Giant quarterbacks. They might be both shut out of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. There's a real chance of that happening. Regardless, congratulations, Eli Manning, on your retirement. Let's tell you a little bit about the rivals in the Magnolia State, Mississippi State. They have hired a new defensive coordinator. Zach Arnett is taking over in Starkville as he'll be taking the reins there of the defense for Mike Leach in his first year coaching the Bulldogs. Arnett spent the last six seasons coaching the San Diego State Aztecs, the last two as defensive coordinator. He had recently accepted the defensive coordinator spot at Syracuse, but instead has reversed course and will anchor his ship with the Pirate in Starkville. So a big hire there for Mike Leach and Mississippi State with Zach Arnett headed his way now unfortunately for mississippi state fans and fans of football a sad story out of the starkville community this week as a former mississippi state wide receiver derunya wilson he was gunned down in birmingham alabama as his body was found at a home there and it now be investigated as a homicide by the birmingham police department the 25 year old was found unresponsive inside a south side birmingham home by a relative on tuesday evening a birmingham police sergeant said wilson's death is being investigated as a homicide cause of death not immediately released and this again a terrible story derunya wilson dead at the age of 25 he played football for winawa high school in birmingham he went on to be a receiver for msu alongside future dallas cowboy quarterback dak prescott as he played for the bullies from 2013 to 2015 finishing his career with 22 touchdowns the second most receiving touchdowns in school history he left school early to go to the nfl draft but went undrafted and he ended up being on the Chicago Bears practice squad for a brief time. So sad news there. Derunya Wilson dead at the age of 25, a former Mississippi State Bulldog football player. More headlines from the Southeastern Conference. Let's talk a little recruiting. The Georgia Bulldogs picked up a great commit for 2021, and they didn't have to go very far to pull this off. Brock Vandegrift has committed to UGA. He is the number 24 ranked recruit in the 2021 class and the number two prospect in the state of Georgia. He's a six foot three, 200 pound kid from the Prince Avenue Christian School in Bogart, Georgia, which again is right there, right at Athens, technically. Bogart might be 15 miles away or so. He originally committed to Oklahoma in June, but he decommitted in January and a big pickup for the bulldogs now the quarterback position with jake Fromm taking off to the nfl is sort of open there in athens in the classic city as uga has now in the recent weeks added wake forest transfer jamie newman and he has one year of eligibility remaining as he's a graduate transfer there from wake jamie newman with a real chance to take the reins for georgia but he might have some competition down the road well i guess he won't if he plays this year only have the one year left but georgia with a big pickup there brock vandegrift going to be a dog if he ends up signing on the dotted line down the road this week in college football for the seniors who want to go on to the nfl many southerners from teams across the south are participating in the 2020 senior bowl in mobile alabama and we have a listing of some of the people to maybe be on the lookout for when they have this event happening later in the week 
and you can go see if your favorite players from the South are part of that. And I know right now they've got Justin Herbert of Oregon. He's not from the South, but he's in that mix. He's a quarterback, a QB ranking of three, and he'll be one of the signal callers there. I know this is a event that has a lot of teams from the South participating with a player or two there on the Senior Bowl there from Lad Peebles Stadium. All this going on this weekend. I think the NFL Network is the one that broadcasts that. What about football recruiting for 2020? We have the second signing day coming up on the first Wednesday in February. And a quick look at the 24-7 sports rankings of SEC teams. Alabama is currently at number two behind Clemson in the rankings of recruits for 2020 on the football side. Georgia is at three. The national champ LSU Tigers check in at number five with 22 commits. The Texas A&M Aggies are at six. Florida is at seven. Auburn Tigers check in with eight with 23 commits in their total. The Tennessee Vols are at 17. Will Muschamp's South Carolina Gamecocks are at 18. And the Kentucky Wildcats at 23. Mississippi State's at 27. And Ole Miss at 35 in the latest rankings. I think that's everybody but Vanderbilt. And rather, Arkansas is at 48. Vanderbilt's not even in the top 50 of the football team rankings, again, according to 247sports.net. And we'll let you know again that signing day, when we have that in a few days, we'll be all over it with all the numbers. Remember, you have now an early signing day in December, so that is affecting some of these rankings. But right now in the SEC, it looks like Alabama still got its you-know-what going that's got the mojo with Nick Saban in recruiting. We'll find out if that indeed holds up here in a few weeks. When we come back after the break, we're going to talk about those Razorbacks from Arkansas. We'll hear some audio from new coach Sam Pittman. Also, we'll let you know about basketball for the Hogs and other information coming from SEC basketball, including some results from Wednesday evening. That's all coming up in part two of our SEC Spotlight of this, the Y'all Show. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. I'd love to hear more. Do you have a card? This is it. This is when you can either let something happen or make it happen with your professional custom card from Vistaprint. And we're now introducing free shipping on all business cards in any quantity. You pick the look, the style, and the statement you want to make in the moment. Now's the time to make something happen for your business. So for a limited time only, you can own the now with free shipping on all business cards in any quantity at Vistaprint.com. Just use promo code 4545. That's Vistaprint.com promo code 4545. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. 
Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Pig Suey, Sam Pittman, is the brand new football coach, his first head football coach, at least in FBS football at one time. He was a junior college head coach, but Sam Pittman, who is 58 years young, an El Reno, Oklahoma native who played collegiately at Pittsburgh State and graduated there back in the early 80s. He is the new coach of the Razorbacks hired in December. Perhaps you didn't realize that. Perhaps we were off the air when the hiring happened there as Arkansas at one time was courting Lane Kiffin to come to Fayetteville. In the end, they go with this Oklahoman to take over the program. Prior to coming to Fayetteville, Sam Pittman had had a whole long list of places he had been a coach in an assistant coaching capacity for, including the Bearcats of Cincinnati back in the 90s. He then went on to coach at Missouri, Kansas. He went to North Carolina for a couple of years, coached the offensive line there. He was at Tennessee in 2012. He was actually at Arkansas for a few years as the assistant head coach and offensive line coach. I guess that would have been in the Petrino era. Then he was at Georgia for a few years and also was the offensive line coach and assistant head coach there for Kirby Smart and then hired to be the new head coach of the Arkansas Razorbacks heading into this season. Sam Pittman, congratulations. Welcome to the SEC West where you'll be suiting up alongside Nick Saban, Lane Kiffin, Mike Leach, Jimbo Fisher, Ed Orgeron, and then you got that guy in Auburn, Gus Malzahn, and then you got Sam Pittman. Let's hear from the new coach as he spoke about recruiting and more. Recently, as he met with Arkansas pundits, here is the coach of the Razorbacks, Sam Pittman. We're just trying to get people who want to be here right now and you know, Missouri's got to do what they got to do, and we do have to do what we have to do right now. Do you have the ability to, to sign the full allotment of 25, or, or where are you at it with that? We do, and uh, i tell you this. Um, we're going to sign as many good players as we can, but i tell you what we're not going to do. We're not going to sign 25, and five of them we're not doing somersaults for. We, we're going to sign good football players and good people. And if the number ends up at 18, then we'll be fine with it. If it ends up at 22, then we'll be fine with it. But we're going after people that we like, and we're going after them, obviously, in positions of need. Um, but we're not going to stretch here. And Sam Pittman hopes to land even more prospects on his roster here as the second signing day for college football is just a few weeks away. Now, who else is on the Arkansas coaching staff? 
besides Sam Pittman at head coach, he has a couple of guys that you might know from their recent gigs in college football. Kendall Browse, who was at Florida State, he is the Hogs offensive coordinator heading into this season. And the former head coach of the Missouri Tigers, who just got let go at the end of the year, Barry Odom, will be taking over as defensive coordinator for the Razorbacks. So those are some names you might be familiar with in the coordinator position for Sam Pittman, the new coach of the Arkansas Razorbacks. Now, a former Arkansas head coach is in the news as Brett Belima is on the move in the NFL. According to reports, Belima is leaving the New York Patriots, or rather the New England Patriots, and he's going to take on a role with the New York football giants as the Giants hired Patriots special team coordinator Joe Judge as their new head coach, a former Mississippi State player, by the way, earlier this month. And Brett Belima, a assistant perhaps for the Giants here in the 2020 NFL season. Now let's talk a little college basketball for a moment. On Wednesday evening, some games in the SEC. The Alabama Crimson Tide went to Memorial Gym in Nashville and won against the Vanderbilt Commodores 77-62. to The Auburn Tigers held court at home, and they were able to prevail against South Carolina. Auburn had been having a couple of losses here recently, but the number 16 Tigers got the win over the Frank Martin coach Gamecocks 80-67. to And in Stark Vegas, the Mississippi State Bulldogs won Wednesday evening over the Razorbacks of Arkansas 77 to 60. If we look at the close the close standings if you will of the SEC in terms of the men's basketball standings, LSU is still unblemished. The Tigers are 6 and 0 and atop the SEC standings. The number 15 Kentucky Wildcats have only one SEC loss and that was to the Gamecocks. UK is 5 and 1. They won on the road the other day in Fayetteville and John Calipari, he actually got kicked out of the game. Not quite a scene there as it was in Lawrence, Kansas this week with that melee there at the end of that game against K-State. The Florida Gators are 4-2. and two. The Auburn Tigers, as we said, ranked again in the top 20 and in pursuit of another Final Four appearance. Bruce Pearl's team is at 4-2. and two. The Tennessee Vols had a good midweek win against the Mississippi Landsharks. They're 4-2 and two there in Knoxville. And the Crimson Tide are a team on the rise. The Tide 4-2 and two with their first-year coach, and 11-7 and seven overall. The worst teams in the SEC, the Mississippi Landsharks are 0-5. The Vanderbilt Commodores are 0-5. So those two teams in definite search for their first win of the year. And that's a quick look at what's going on in SEC basketball here on today's Y'all Show. Well, that will conclude our Y'all Show. Thank y'all so very much for listening to us. We appreciate it. We'll be right back here come Friday for our Friday free for y'all for all the good news heading into the weekend. We thank you so much for listening to this, the show that's all about the South. I'm John Rawls signing off. Y'all have a great rest of your day. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. 
Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you. And I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed.